Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Welcome back to the Moonlight Hours podcast with me, your host, Moses Espiritu Santo. Welcome back. It's going to be a solo one today. Um, I'm, I hope you guys, if you guys listen to it, hope you guys enjoyed the last episode with my first guest, Alex. Um, I had a lot of fun catching up with him. I, um, I love that dude. Um, going to hopefully have more guests on in the future. I already have one guest coming in next. Um, I don't know when she's coming in, but hopefully soon. Um, yeah, welcome back. Hope you guys are doing good. Um, hope life's going good for you guys. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I was like, I guess this would be the Halloween episode, so I wanted to be like, Ooh, welcome to the spooky episode, but like, Nothing really spooky, scary skeletons happens in my life, <laughs> so I, I don't really have anything for that. Um, oh crap, I'm such an idiot. I, I'm such, hold on, I'm just gonna, if you hear me typing, it's because I'm looking up, am I the a-hole? I wanted to be, do, am I the a-hole, but I completely forgot, but I'm pulling it up here now. Um, we're gonna pull up three, it's gonna be at the end, um, I'll be looking through them while I'm speaking to you, but yeah. Welcome back to today's episode. Um, like I said, I was thinking like, ooh, spooky episode, but like, like I said, nothing really spooky happens in my life, so there isn't really any reason for me to do it. Um, but I just kind of just wanted to talk, obviously update you guys about my life, um, and kind of, yeah. Um, last week was rough. I was just really tired, and it was a really long week. Um... I had a training all week, and the training was really boring, and it it was tedious, to say the least, and I just felt like it dragged on so much. Um, well, today, today, my my work day went by so fast today. Jesus Christ, I'm so happy it did. <laughs> like, I don't even know how it happened. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But, yeah, um... What what's going on? Yeah, my life. Last week I had a training for my job. Um, it had me trained. I was trained in two new skills um, that I learned about, but haven't really been able to apply my knowledge because they still haven't given me the proper permissions at work, like the system permissions at work, which is kind of annoying. But oh well, I'll go with it. Um, also, I start. I applied for a job last Monday. Um, not really. It's just a different position, different department in my job. Kind of same department, different group, kind of kind of vibe, um, which I'm really excited for, <laughs> to say the least. I'm really excited for if I even get it. <laughs> they only have like one position and they're a lot of people are going to be applying for it because it's, uh, it's a job that does not. I don't have to. You don't have to take calls on the job. Um, I'm not going to go into long convoluted. But, like, the explanation about the, the position. But, yeah, there was, last Monday, I started my training. Um, and I was like, someone brought up timesheets. And I was like, oh, should I do my timesheets? No, I won't do my timesheets. I, like, brought up the, the page. And I was like, oh, I'll do them later on this week. Um, which I did. But then, randomly, in my head, I was like, oh, let me check. Let me check job opportunities 
not expecting there to be absolutely anything. And then there was something that was just posted that same day, that same morning, that piqued my interest so much. I was like, this cannot be. This cannot be. Am I seeing this correctly? So I like, I messaged my boss and I'm like, hey, is this what I think it is? And she's like, yeah, and they're trying to find people quick. So if you're going to apply, apply sooner rather than later. And I was like, do you know how much of a pay hit I would be getting? I was like, I'm probably going to be getting a pay decrease with this department because it's not really much. And she was like, I don't know exactly. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll message my old boss. Um, he knows more about that world than she does. Um, she, he's very, he knows pay grades and stuff. And I was like, all right, be honest, how much of a pay hit would I be taking? He says, it's actually going to be a pay increase. And I was like, wow. I said, I told myself I was going to give it the day. I was going to give it the day to apply. I ended up applying during my lunch break that day. Cause I was like, I'm not going to pass up this opportunity. So I did. I applied for it. Um, fingers crossed I get it. But then two days later, they sent out an email talking about the position. And it's more, it isn't the position I was thinking about. But it was still one I was really interested in. And it still meant time off the phones. Um, sorry, this my mic thing is being annoying. I got to loosen it a little bit. Come on. That's tightening it. Loosen. There you go. Um, but yeah, now they sent it and they were like, okay, yeah, look, apply for the position and shoot us an email, uh, CC this person and stuff like that. Um, so I like instantly sent an email. I was like, yeah, I applied for this on Monday thinking it was something else, but I'm still really, really, um, interested in this position. He was like, all right, perfect. Yep. We're, we're going to be scheduling interviews soon. And I was like, wow, they were really trying to fill this position as soon as possible. So I'm like, all right. Maybe I'll get it. I know a lot of people are going to be applying for it because it's one of those it's one of those positions. Two days later, get an email saying that there's an assignment that they want us to do um, to see like the an assignment regarding that position that they wanted us to do and work on um, to see if we have it, what it takes pretty much. And instantly it was a great idea on their part because I saw what they were doing. They were trying to cut out the weak ones. Because you, I apply Monday. I was probably the first one to apply. Then they release the next thing. They're like, okay, this is what it is. So if anybody like saw it between then, saw the um, position and applied for it before they really explained it, they're already cutting out people who don't want the, want that position. And then with this assignment, because the assignment seemed pretty complicated from surface level. But once I figured it, so per, that, that it looked complicated and it was confusing. Like, the person who was actually training me, um, he even said, like, yeah, it looks complicated. I was about to, like, message my boss and be like, hey, I don't know if I can do this. Um, and I realized then when he said that, I was like, they're doing this just to cut out more people to see who can't handle it. And I was like, I'm not going to let that happen to me. So what I did, stayed after work and did it. I did it. I did the assignment, finished it. I was not going to log off of my computer for the weekend until I finished it. And I did. And I submitted it. They gave us 48 hours. I submitted it that afternoon. Right after my shift. Right after my training. I went in and I finished it. Because I was like, I'm not going I'm not going to pass up this opportunity just because I'm going to be lazy. No, I want this job. 
I want it. And this is it's weird because I ne- I'm never like this. I just really need a change for my job. Um, and I explained this on stream on Friday night or Saturday night. I forget. But um, I'm, it was Saturday, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I didn't think about it. I'm, I've realized I'm not feeling burnt out per se from my job. I'm just feel stuck. I'm already feeling really stuck in life. Like I'm just at a stalemate. Nothing's moving. Nothing's moving forward or moving back. But at my job, it's especially difficult because I work, I work harder than I should without even really trying, but I'm already really working hard. And I feel like it's not affecting anything. I'm working a lot, getting some of the best numbers, if that be in like referrals or if that be in like call management, like the time I'm on call, the time I have people on hold, the time I spend after a call in between calls, stuff like that. I have some of the best numbers, probably, arguably the best, probably without even trying because I'm just naturally efficient and fast, but it's gotten to a point where I don't feel like I'm contributing anything to this position anymore because every call I take, 10 calls take that slot. And I feel like I'm working this as fast as I can to help the calls, but it's not getting me anywhere. There's, I'm not the only way that I finish a call and get bring the call volume down or like don't have back to back calls is when I clock out at the end of the day. It's always back to back. There's no they say, oh, take be faster on calls or something like that. So you reduce the, the call volume. I'm doing that, but it's not helping. I feel like I'm not contributing to the betterment of this of this part of the department as much as I want to be. And I feel like if that's what's like, I'm not dr- I'm I'm not driven to this position. The only thing that's dry- that's keeping me in this position is the money, is being able to have a job. Cuz I don't want to quit and not have money anymore. It's the only it's the only reason. And probably in the people too. But even then, like I had to fight, I had to I have to fight for the past few months to get a training, two trainings, so I can get a raise, like to move up, like as I'm supposed to, every ninety days. And it's been like half a year. It's probably been like six months since I gotten any training to move up that tier, because we have a tier system and we get trainings as the tiers go on. I've been wanting to get a specific training for so long, and they haven't given it to me until recently. And they gave me it one week. I got one training. The next week, I got the next. Finally. And now I can move up in the tier and get a, a pay increase as well. And I don't know when it's... I think it's starting next week that I'm getting the pay increase. I don't know yet, but I've been waiting for it. I just feel like I'm not living up to my potential in this position anymore. I want to actually contribute something. I want to contribute to something like you can make the argument oh you're helping people with their day-to-day lives i'm 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 people's personal punching bags i'm not actually helping anybody because they're just going to call in five minutes later for something else or call in five minutes later because they're not they're unsure if i was able to help them correctly or they're going to call in and yell at the next person they're going to call in to ask stupid question that they can they could find in their in, in in their online banking app 
Like, what's the point? What's the point? Like, I don't, I'm not happy doing this job. I don't feel like I'm contributing anything. But with this new position, with this new position that I applied for, it is something I feel as though I'll be, I would, I would be contributing more, not just to the, the company, but the people who work for it. Like it, it's a, it's a system. It's management of a system that representative. It's like the position is the management of a system that representatives use daily. It's the management of that system to keep it up to date, to keep it working, functioning, keep all the information so nobody's asking questions or wanting to do anything, applying feedback that we get from people. It's that. It is that, exactly. And I'm, even before, because I didn't find out that that was the position before Wednesday. So before, it was just like, oh, it's a job. It was supposed to be the quality assurance team. The quality assurance team they handle recorded calls. They like monthly we get a random calls um, graded and then we go over it with our with our bosses um, once a month. So that's what that that's what the QA team does. The quality assurance team does. They just grade calls all day. So I was interested in it because I was like, I want something more mundane as well. I don't feel I feel like I can actually contribute to something I can grade these calls help out help people fix things that they're doing wrong or something like that so i felt like i could contribute more in that case but also like my life needs mundane i feel like i've been going at it at this job for a year almost a year and a half now and i just haven't gone anywhere i just feel unsatisfied i wouldn't say unsatisfied i feel i just feel like like i said i just what's the point kind of that's what I'm feeling. What I'm feeling what's the point of doing anything I'm doing right now. So yeah, and then they released this information on Wednesday and that made me that made my interest in the position skyrocket cuz I was like this is something I can actually help in. This is somewhere that <clears throat> excuse me, somewhere that my efficiency and how fast I handle things because I do handle things very quickly <laughs> in this job. It's somewhere where I can apply that better. And I'm actually contributing to the betterment of people who were just like me. People who are just like me. I'm pretty much contributing to myself. I'm contributing to the representatives who are working their butts off handling these calls. Trying to find the information they need in this in this system. And I'm there to keep it up to date so they don't say the wrong thing. So they're not confused. That's That's what I want. That's why I'm interested in this position. It sounds like I'm interviewing right now, but no. Hey, if anybody from my job is listening to this, give it to them, please. I'm being dead serious right now. Give it to the to to the the team, the TL there, the 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 boss there, in that group. I don't know. I just I I really want that position. I really really want that position, and I feel like I'd be a lot better off. I don't know, but I'm not I'm not going to get my hopes up. Honestly, I feel like I'm not going to get the position. I'm not thinking negatively. It's just that there's so many people there. And from a, like, representative standpoint, from, like, a me standpoint, I feel like they would want me to stay in the call center for as long as possible. 
They want me to stay because of how fast I am. But I hope, I don't know, I hope I can strengthen my case as much as I can. Because I really want that position. I'm, I'm, I don't know. And it's, like, honestly, like, it's weird. Because I've been thinking more about what I want from the position than the pay. Which is a completely different mindset. Like, I want the position for what the position is more than just the pay. It's completely different with my job right now. I want, I'm only here still because of the pay and the benefits. Because the job sucks. Like, I'm actually, it's weird because I'm actually thinking and looking at this position. Being like, I want to work in that position because I want to work in it. Not because of how much they're going to pay me. I don't even know how much they're going to pay me. Because of what I'm, wor- what I'll be contributing to people, to representatives. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I've been ranting about this a lot recently. I really, I really want this job. Dude. What else is going on in my life? I, I'm doing overtime now. <laughs> the training that I'm doing, the training that I did two weeks ago, the one I did before this past week, um, was what's called e-com training, which is electronic communications. Um, and they do everything like emails and live chat. So I wouldn't be on calls. It's even, it's great because I'm not on calls for that. I would love to do that full time. I would do that full time if they had a team, but they don't. <laughs> they have a team for like the callbacks, but not for like the emails and the chat and the chats like that. So and chats like that. <laughs> no, I'm stupid. Um, but I finally got training on it and I had my like the, the skill training last week for a separate thing. And then I checked my schedule and they scheduled me for like the chat, like the emails and stuff. For the first two hours of my shifts from today to Thursday. And they scheduled it last week. I was like, okay. So bright and early this morning. Hopped on. Didn't even have to hop into a call or anything. Just went straight in and locked in to the, um, what's what I'm looking for? Just started doing the stuff. And not going to lie, I, I had to get the hang of it. So I was really slow. I was I was slow. Um, I think I got two tickets done within the for the first hour and then i when i got the hang of it i got four tickets done the next hour and i started doing overtime today i was like i kind of want to do overtime so i I was and they need help with emails because they have a lot of emails that need to get sent out so i was like okay i'll do emails so i did email like i i i requested two hours and i was been thinking i've been thinking about it for a while i was like if i get this training finally i want to do overtime with this like a few hours after my shifts for morning shifts at least so i did it today tested the waters and i was literally sitting on my couch sending these emails watching youtube and stuff and listening to music for those two hours so i was it was great because i didn't feel like i was working but i was at the same time because i was more comfortable i was out of my bedroom i wasn't on calls i was a lot chill it was really chill and i think i got three tickets done that first hour and i don't know how many i got the next hour and they were two separate things the first one was like a digital uh well a virtual assistant the thing i did in the morning virtual assistant tickets where like we would just have they did like the virtual automated system assistant from there um from the website um it's just an automated system they can request an agent and if they do we just send them an email and then i did strictly emails where like people are emailing in in the afternoon and like halfway through i was like Yep, I like this. 
I requested it for tomorrow and Wednesday too. So I'm going to be working six hours overtime this week. Um, and I'm going to start doing it forever. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm planning on doing it for the rest of the year. Um, for my morning shifts for like the two hours after preferably I might just do like an hour if I'm working nine to six, but I'm working eight to five and we'll be doing two. Um, cause I want to end it at seven at least. I don't want to go past seven. So even if it's like an hour early and then an hour late or something like that, I don't know yet uh, if I'm working like nine to six, but during my night shifts, I'm not going to do any overtime because I, I don't want to. <laughs> I'd rather not, um, even if it's like before my shifts, I'd rather not. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of just want to stop working at seven. That's the thing. And with my night shifts, like I'm already working past seven. So like I work those eight hour days, but if I'm working like during the morning, cause I don't like having my brain in work mode for so long. That's why like I wake up later during my night shifts and stuff. So I cannot have my brain on work mode for, for too long. So that's just, that's just, that's just the plan. So yeah. And then Thursday, I work 11 to 8. Friday, I work 12 to 9. That's why I'm not doing overtime then. And maybe I'll do it on the weekends. I don't know. But I'm just glad I got trained in it and I have those opportunities finally. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm like, I'm happy my life is finally progressing. It's kind of nerve-wracking because I've been in, in, like, the same place for so long. But things are finally starting to change. Like, I finally started to clean my room for so after so long. I'm doing this podcast. Finally had a guest on last week. Um, I'm trying to stream more. Um, I'm doing this stuff in work. Trying to trying to get this position. Trying to push forward in my life, in my job. I'm all about I'm all about new opportunities in my life. Taking them. Trying to make changes in my life because God knows I need some changes. Um, yeah, and on the road to like moving out or getting my license or doing something. I don't know. Like, I'm just, I keep saying, if I can blow up this podcast or blow up, like, my streaming or something or TikTok and start making money off of it, it's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Life is, I said on the other podcast, I'm finally happy again. Um, and, yeah, also, I was thinking about it, like, right before I started this podcast episode, I was like, I really want to have... Like, do the episodes outside. I would love to do these episodes, like, outside at night. Just, but uh, there's just people in my house. That's why I would love to get, like, an apartment with a balcony. So I can do exactly that. I can just chill on the balcony, record an episode while it's raining or something. Give those nice, calm vibes. But for now, I'm in my bedroom with my windows open. So if you hear, like, cars driving by and, like, the the like wheels hitting the, the, water, the puddles and stuff, that's just because my windows are open. <laughs> But I digress. Um, I said I was going to look for Am I the A-Hole stuff while I was doing this episode. But I just didn't. Simple as that. Um, we're just going to look for some quick ones. We're going to do three. Um, no, one second. Okay. We'll do that one. Um, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry, I completely forgot, like, it feels like I'm streaming, but I'm not, okay, um, am I the a-hole, 
Um, okay. Okay. Some of these are really boring. Okay. 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 Um. Yeah, we'll do that one. Let's see if they're... That one has been taken down. That one has been taken down. Perfect. Let's go through them. Am I the a-hole? With me, Moses Santo. Am I the a-hole? They showed me who they are, and I believe them. All right, then. <clears throat> Excuse me. My son got married in a small time of pandemic wedding. Sorry. I guess the middle of pandemic. It was set for 2020 and finally happened in 2021. My two sisters were invited. One sister uh, missed my daughter's wedding because she always pleads poverty. And we didn't expect her to make it to this one. Although I made the effort to travel to her son's wedding, which was out of the country and costly to attend. Um, I'm kind of, This is weird typing spelling um i had to convince the other sister to attend the first sister's son's wedding too because she was okay i don't i i can't read that one she's her wording is way off like i don't i don't get it i'm sorry <laughs> dang what a great start um um not doing that one that one's just kids there are a lot of kids ones like 14 like my girlfriend broke up with me and i said this to her am i the a-hole get out of my face you're 14 go to bed go touch some grass <laughs> uh, go touch some grass um i'm sorry i'm like i'm i don't want to be doing this but uh nope that's stupid nope that's stupid nope um. Um. Okay, we'll do that one. But first, here, am I the able for ignoring someone I'm seeing while staying overnight? I saw this one, and I was like, "Oh, this is weird." But then I saw this. Okay, I, nineteen female, I haven't seen this guy, thirty-nine, for a few months. When I asked him about our status, which isn't very often because he's always super vague, he says, I don't know, we're just having fun, right? But exclusively, which is cool and all, but you can't pick and choose when that applies. I had to come to his place and my back was super sore, so I was laying my head on his lap while we sat on the couch and watched Squid Game. Everything was fine apart from feeling uh, really poorly until I noticed at the corner of my eye that he was swiping on Tinder. I wasn't angry at him. I knew he had the app, although he told me he didn't use it, which was weird to lie about to someone you're quote-unquote exclusive with. Anyways, I was uneasy. Who starts swiping on Tinder with a girl in their lap? It's just uncomfortable. I was also a little annoyed with myself for not expecting this to happen, to be honest. My first and last relationship was abusive and horrible, so it was a big milestone for me to finally let someone in. After he put his phone down, I got up and sat at the edge of the couch just so that I didn't have to awkwardly be facing him now. I made it very uncomfortable. Uh, it made me very uncomfortable. Like, what do I even do in this situation? He wasn't my boyfriend, so obviously I wasn't outraged, but it ju it's just disrespectful, especially when I was laying on him feeling crappy. Anyway, I did this for an hour and didn't talk to him. I would only answer things he asked, but refused to, uh, to have a conversation. 
during this whole hour, we ask things such as, what's wrong? What happened? Can we please talk? Um, to which I answer short and simple. I'm not going to answer that because I know, I think you know. And there isn't much to talk. And there isn't much to talk about, to be honest. Obviously, after an hour, when that whole episode was over, I gave him time to talk to me about what happened. By the way, during this whole hour, he didn't once say what he did. It's like he had no clue what I, uh, why I wasn't wanting to touch, look, or talk to him. So when he finally spoke, he finally said what he did and said he wasn't even thinking when he was doing it as if it was something he mindless, he was mindlessly doing. I didn't really believe him, but in the end, I let it go because I didn't want the drama. Plus, my girly stuff is all around his apartment. So I figured what girl is going to want to be here anyway. Anyway, I'm making this post because he actually asked me to. He said, let's see what the Internet thinks, because I guess he thinks I overreacted. Did I? I don't really think so. But that's up to you guys. So I'm at the a-hole. You're not the a-hole. I feel like this is really like. Not the a-hole, but it's kind of complicated. You're not. You're 100% not the a-hole, but this, this dude's kind of. It's kind of stupid, but I, I understand. I don't, he's I, he's obviously not telling the truth, but I understand where he's coming from, where he kind of like scrolls through Tinder mindlessly, because I do the same thing, and then I'm just like, what am I doing? And I just <laughs> log out of the app, because like, what's the point? Um, nobody's gonna match with me anyway. Um, <laughs> but no, I feel it. I feel you. Um. Find someone closer to your age. That's all I gotta say. You're not the a-hole. But in a way, he's not either. It's kind of he, he kind of is, but he, he he I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you're not the a-hole. Just find a new boyfriend. Find someone closer to your age. Jesus Christ. Moving on. Next up, am I the a-hole for not wanting to allow my sister-in-law back in my life? I'm female twenty-nine. Currently pregnant with a baby girl who's doing two weeks. Congratulations. I recently cut out my sister-in-law and her significant other out of my life completely after she lied to my husband about me and caused us to have a huge fight. <clears throat> Excuse me. I refuse to have <laughs> I refuse to have anything to do with her now, but my husband sees her every now and then and hangs out with them at their parents' house and helps sister-in-law with stuff. We're canceling Xmas. Xmas, Jesus Christ. What kind of person am I? We're canceling Christmas this year since we don't want to bring our baby into a super small house with 12 plus people. We told our mother-in-law that we will come by after everyone leaves so we can exchange gifts. We also invited mother-in-law and father-in-law to our house on the 24th to spend Christmas Eve together at our house with just us. It's not because the sister-in-law will be there. I've already been to father-in-law's B-Day party and ignored the sister-in-law. The entire time with no issue, but now she's causing drama in the family, trying to turn the family against me, saying that I'm canceling Christmas because I hate her. <sighs> drama. She hid my husband's phone when he was there the other night in hopes that I'd unblock her and call her to ask for hubby. But instead, I texted my brother-in-law and asked him to call his sister and ask for my brother, ask for his brother, which he did. He supports my decision 100%. What a good brother-in-law. She was sitting on the husband's phone in a chair that he didn't sit in or come close to at all while he was there, and that's how we knew she actually hid it from him. On top of all of this, her husband is extremely rude, shows no respect for anyone, and will yell and hit their kids instead of teaching them, which results in him being banned from my house too, since I don't allow child abuse. Yes, spanking and all of that is child abuse to me, in my house or near my children. Mm, quick pause. 
it's complicated because I don't want to spank my kids. But at the same time, I feel like they need it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm personally not. If my wife wants to, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna object. I'm just gonna. I can let like beat him with a pipe. I'm talking about with a chunklet, then that's it. They pull out the belt. No, no, no. Or their or with their hand. That's it. Because I feel like kids nowadays are just way too soft. I'm not gonna let my kids be like that. I'm not. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. They just. They. They got. They gotta. They gotta get thick skin one way or the other. <laughs> Even if it's calloused. <laughs> no, sorry. That's bad. That's bad. I'm 20. What am I even... What am I saying? Oh, that's bad. It doesn't matter. I'm going to beat my kids. I'm, <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. No. I'm personally not. But if my wife wants to, I will not object. Moving on. And when we've been <laughs> to family stuff in the past, me and my husband end up having to take our care of our kids and their kids because the husband just sits on his phone the entire time while the sister-in-law just sits on her butt and ignore the kids. We feed them, take them to the bathroom, stop them from blowing out other people's candles on birthday cakes, and open other people's presents. Sister-in-law brings the kids, even if they're sick, which is another reason why we don't feel safe around them during the first months of the baby's life. On top of all of this, my mother-in-law was just diagnosed with breast cancer, so she really wants the whole family together as much as possible and has asked me to reconsider my decision since she wanted to be able to spend time with the whole family as much as possible in case the worst happened. She wants me to be the bigger person. Do I really need to be the bigger person here? I love my mother-in-law with all my heart, but I feel like I haven't done anything wrong here and that I need to protect not only my children and the newborn, but myself and my mental health as well. My husband is also considering cutting all ties with sister-in-law after she hit his phone, but is hesitant due to his mother being sick. So yeah, help. This I don't know if this is a really... I feel like this is just a cry for help, baby girl. You're not the a-hole a thousand percent. Sister-in-law is obviously the a-hole. Um, I recommend cutting all ties. Um, do not go to that party. Protect your, protect yourself, protect your children from that wave of negativity that is bound to come your way. There's going to be so much drama if you go. There's going to be fights, and I, I don't want that for you. So, kick up the... Wow, I can't do it anymore. Jesus Christ. Hold on. Kick him to the curb. Oh, uh, that hurts. It didn't hurt. It just feels weird. Hold on. Hold on. Kick him to the curb. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. No, I can't do my kick him to the curb. Kick him to the curb. <laughs> I can't do it. No. Wait, hold on. Hold on. You gotta kick him to the curb. I guess that's good enough. Kick him to the curb. <laughs> kick him to the curb. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can't do it anymore. No, no, that was my thing. That was my thing. I used to tell everybody, kick him to the curb. If like a, a guy cheated on a girl and broke up, kick him to the curb. I can't do it anymore. No, this job has killed me. Kick him to the curb. Kick him to the curb. <laughs> kick him to the curb. Kick him. <laughs> That's so depressing. Come on, dude. I used to love saying that. Kick him to the curb. Kick him to the curb. No, I'm crying. Moving on. You're not the a-hole. Moving on. Oh, no, I can't say it anymore. <clears throat> Excuse me. Am I the a-hole for choosing not to defend... Oh, choosing... Sorry. Am I the a-hole for choosing to defend my sister? So, a little backstory. I was adopted at two months. I was about to say 12. Two months old by my aunt. 
I call her my mom and treat her kids like my siblings, even though they're all old enough to be my parents. I still had no contact with my biological family. My biological sister moved in with my aunt a few years ago because my biological parents are pieces of crap. Anyways, while living there, my aunt took a credit card out to help, quote unquote, help my sister start her credit. And my cousin took out a phone plan in her name. This was four years ago. However, she recently moved in with me and I am actually actively helping her learn to budget clean and be a functional adult. We think she may be autistic. Understandable. While doing this, I showed her how to sign up with Credit Karma. I saw that both the credit card and my aunt, uh, both the credit card my aunt had and the phone account were on there. I confronted them both. Um, oh, hold on. I think I might have read this wrong. No, we're good. I confronted them both. They swear up and down they paid it. They both gaslit the absolute crap out of me, though saying, uh, through saying I'm causing drama, that I need to stop making excuses for her, that I need to stop living in the past, etc. Am I the a for bringing this four-year-old account up to them and wanting them to pay it? She agreed to opening them, but I feeling as though she was manipulated into them. thousand percent she's manipulated into them. I've seen this happen all before. I work in a freaking bank. <laughs> like, I've seen this happen a lot. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely. See what you can do about getting that paid off. Even if you have to. Because I can mess with her credit hard if they don't pay it. It's probably already messing with her credit. Do it. And then, since it's under her name, close them. Close the card. Close the phone. Cut off contact with the aunt. Don't let the aunt do anything. Take care of your sister. You take care of your sister. You're the only one. If you trust yourself to not take advantage of her, or if she trusts you not to take advantage of her, be in her life as long as possible and take care of her. Because if not, she's just gonna she's gonna have people walk all over her and take advantage of her, and she's just gonna be bad, bad. I'm looking at the comments. Not the a-hole. This is a police matter, not a family argument matter. They committed identity theft. You should both record it to the credit card and the phone company. True. This is all very, very true. Um, yeah, you're not the a-hole. Cut out fives with the aunt, aunt's scumbag and cousin, whatever. Um, try to get that card paid off. You just got to get the police included. Do it. Thank you for listening to the podcast. <laughs> I'm so sad I can't say, kick him to the curb anymore. Oh, that was, that was pretty good. Kick him to the curb. <laughs> Jesus. I used to be able to say it really well. I'm depressed. Probably just because I'm tired. Who cares? Um, yeah. Thank you for listening, watching, liking. I don't know. I don't know. It was kind of all over the place today. Kind of just ex- describe job um, stuff. But, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, new new episodes Tuesdays between, between, no, new episodes 6 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays. Oh, also, there's this girl um, that I thirst followed on TikTok. And I commented on one of her posts because she was roasting a dude. And she followed me back. I said certified clown. She followed me back. I, I got a lot of serotonin from that. Also just wanted to mention that. I was I was when I saw that because literally I commented it. Not even thirty seconds later. She likes to post and follows me back. I was like, Oh so this is what we do it now. Obviously me being me and having a fear of rejection, I didn't say anything. Moving on. Um, <laughs> but no, she's really cute, really, absolutely beautiful, honestly, and I love her vibe. And hey, if you're listening to this, you're great. Just, just, just saying, 
this would be great. If you wanna, if you wanna hit me up, cause I'm not gonna hit you up, cause I'm a baby back B. <laughs> all right, I digress. Peace and blessings, love and happiness. Stay safe, stay happy, stay sane, stay hydrated. Be kind to one another. That's all we got left. Honestly, that's all we got. Um, link tree. It's everywhere. Uh, follow me on everything. Honestly, honestly, thinking about changing my name places. Which is kind of... I might change everything to Thickums McGee. Or I've been also thinking M.E. Santo. Kind of doing like M for Moses, E for Espiritu, and then Santo. Ran out. Changing it to that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I feel like it's time to retire the one monkey. Because, you know, racial stuff. But... I digress. We'll see what happens. Playing it by ear. Peace, blessing, love, and happiness. Stay safe, stay happy, stay sane, stay hydrated. Happy Halloween. Hope you guys have a great Halloween. I'm going to be handing out candy with a Christmas sweater, handing out candy canes, Santa hat, Christmas music, black, Christmas music blasting, confusing little kids, um, calling out the little girl bosses who come up being like, it's not Christmas, it's Halloween. I'll be like, Merry Christmas, little girl, um, this Sunday. So I'm also having a party, I guess. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. I love the support. Uh, let me know if you listen to it, honestly. I love all your support um, and the feedback. I love you guys. Thank you. Um, but, yeah. Have a great night. Have a great week. Do something different. I don't know. Bye, I guess. <laughs> Bye.